You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. I don't know how therapeutic we're going to be today. <laughs> I guess it is going to be therapy, but anyway, welcome to Black Guy Therapy. Um, I couldn't even do my usual hey, 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 because it ain't that type of mood today. Yeah. Um, what's up, Joe? What's happening, man? You doing all right today? Nope. I know. Um, Henry? Hey, I'm back on the show, man. Y'all finally let me back in. I guess it was time for me to come back, huh? You walked through the door. <laughs> my, my pro-blackness is finna... <laughs> is, you walked through the door, brother. Uh, yeah, you better know I did. Let's let's do it. That, and I hate to say it like this, but the hell with the introduction today. Yeah, it's, it, it kind of sucks. Um, we also have a guest up in, in our little studio. We got Danny in here with us today. What up, what up? Danny here speaking. What's, what's going on, world? <laughs> what's going on, world? Sound like you're on a, uh, like a blog or something. Yeah. Like, this yeah, first blog buddy. post. Natural. <laughs> yeah, natural. Buddy. Natural. I like it. Anyway, Lights, camera, guy. action. He's ready to roll. Right. Anyway, welcome to Black Guy Therapy. Again, this is a therapeutic podcast. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, know that we talk about black issues um, that affect black men. We, talk, we have the hard conversations that uh, most people don't like to have, uh, especially uh, our white counterparts. Um, so let's dive right well, back into it. Well, let's, this, dive, let's get into today's it. Today's date um, is uh, Friday, May 29th. Yes, sir. Uh, 2020. Yes, uh, sir. If you have been following any news that's been going on this week, this has been a pretty busy week. Yeah. Uh, we had an individual who was killed by police mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of the week, uh, had his uh, life taken from an officer who had his knee in his neck. Mm -hmm. um, and no, no, he wasn't the only one though. Don't forget about the other ones that had him pinned down too. You are. It correct. was two more that had him pinned down. You are correct. So there was four officers in total. And then you had one that was sitting there trying to make sure nobody ran up on the other officers. Which, which he's guilty by association, right? They do that to black people. That's all the conspiracy, time, right? right? You, you were there. If so I get, if too. I get caught doing something wrong and you're there and you're with me, guess what? Yep. You should have talked me out of it because you're going to jail too. If you even sit there and observe something wrong then you're guilty talking to the mic then yeah, tell, yeah. tell them again if you are observed seeing them do something illegal then you're automatically guilty in their eyes there you go guilty by association um so we had that happen that was this week um not only did we have that happen this week we had a black man who was bird watching in in new york city who uh a lady was walking her dog had the dog off the leash new york city their central park has a leash law Correct. Um, he checked her on that, and mm -hmm. she's like, damn you, I'm calling the police and telling them I'm being threatened by a black man. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we all know how those situations can turn out. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, Turn out like the one in Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's that's another issue. Um, even during the protesting that's going on for the, uh, the not shooting, but the, the killing, um, the murder. I'm going to call it what it is. It's the, a murder. The public lynching. Um, Exactly. That's what, that's exactly what it is. The the lynching of what well, I don't even remember his name. George Floyd. George Floyd. Um, yeah, Mr. George Floyd. We're gonna say his name. We're gonna say his name. George Floyd. Um, the public lynching of George Floyd. Um, we had a CNN, a black CNN reporter who was reporting and, and was arrested and was arrested. Yeah. No other reporters got arrested. His counterpart. His, crew. his counterpart was out there as well. And he the, picked. He was a block over. Though. Yes. Let's, let's let's be transparent about that. No, no, he was a block over, but it was still the the same scenery was there that he was at in the block over. Yes. So, but he wasn't arrested as well. He was not. Okay. So you had that. Uh, go back in time. Was that last week or two weeks? I guess it's been two weeks ago now. Talking about um, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, Brianna young Taylor. 
Yeah. Uh, so we had that go on. Um, where but we, did you hear what they d- having to do now? What? The governor or mayor, one of them, whoever's the most in control, I don't know, don't really give a shit. Uh, but now the the chief of police has to sign off on every search warrant now, as far as like the uh, the going in somebody's houses. Mm-hmm. He has to sign off on it now. Which well, is still going to be problematic because if I go to the chief and I say, hey, look, I want to search warrant at this Correct. place. Correct. And he looks at it, he's going to say, well, is this true and accurate to the best of your knowledge? And if I say yes, yes. and it's He still gets the up, warrant. There you go. But why are they going in and playing clothes? Because a lot of, well... I can speak to this because I know this. Uh, a lot of officers, when they do search warrants, they go in plain clothes because um, what's in people's houses, they don't want to get it on their, their uniforms. Um, what so the fuck? Some people have nasty-ass houses. And I get that, but at the same time, you're you're there to protect and serve. If your uniform gets dirty, wash it or get another one. Yeah. Sounds, so, so, sounds so, so, Todd, let me, let me ask you this. So if somebody kicks your front door in right now and they don't announce who they are and they have plain clothes on, what's your first reaction? I'm going to shoot. So you see how that's a problem? Right. But usually, and, and I don't know, I wasn't there. No, no, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I wasn't and there, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take some of this a, anger if back. On a vest, if you have on a vest, it'll identify you. It'll have your, it should have your badge and your name and police across the front. But you know how small they could be? I understand what you're saying. You know how small they can be? Guess, like if I'm sitting here from that door, how can, I mean, and, and you just come in. I understand what you're saying, but generally it's not going to be small. If okay. it's on that vest, it's not going to be small. But why can't they if, they, if they, if they're the police and they're there to protect and serve, if they surround the place and just say, hey, come out? I don't know. Every, every, let me tell you, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and and not, to, not to cut you off and go back and forth with you, but I'm going to tell no, you. No, I want you to go back and forth with me, brother, because that's what this is no, about no, today. No, no, I'm, I'm just going to say And it's like nothing this. between me and you. We're no, just, we just, we just, we just, you know, debating the facts. I'm going to say it like this. And I've told both of you this on multiple episodes. Um, policing is a trade. It's not a prof- it's not a profession. Each place does it differently. Yep. So, now you got a police officer, and I, I hate to interrupt you yeah. right here, Todd. But we watch. We got CNN on right now, and it was just a, a confrontation with the police. Like they're they're fighting the police in Los Angeles right now. That's how, that's how fed up we are about this. So, so and, and let's just kind of jump right into it. I mean, everybody knows what we're going to talk about today. I mean, it, it's obvious. Um, but what the riots that are going on across the country right now for, uh, what's the name, Floyd? George. George. George Floyd, yeah. George Floyd. And and I purposely, I don't, I, I'm trying not to say his name, not, not because I don't want to honor this man, but because I don't want to watch the video anymore. I don't want to hear about it anymore because I, well, I, it is repeated PTSD. Yeah, I, am I mean, yeah, kids like me killed. Kids over and growing over up and over is, is is going to be PTSD with this. But let, exactly. let me let me ask you a question. Did you if if you can think back, you remember when we used to watch videos in school, and they showed slavery times? Didn't they show us that? Right. They showed us this already. Well, or so you now, went, or you went to a school that didn't teach it at all. Correct. But when they, oh they they taught slavery. I didn't, they, not in my school. Mm. They left it out. That's interesting. They speak on the Trail of Tears. They talked about the Trail of Tears, and the only reason they talked about the Trail of Tears is because and, and Danny is not talking into the mic. Nah, he, he got to talk into the mic. Yeah, but Danny got, asked, man, they, didn't, they didn't. Did they teach you about the Trail of Tears? Yes, they talked about the Trail of Tears in my school, and I'll tell you why. Because the Trail of Tears ran directly through the town that I, that I went to school in. That is what, the only reason I knew about the Trail of Tears. So uh, there you go. 
but back to what I was saying, obviously we are all watching what's what's unfolding across this country. It people of color are fed up. Correct. Right? We're angry. Correct. That's an understatement. And we're past and we're, angry. And we're tired of just seeing seeing what we're seeing what we're seeing here repeatedly. Yeah. Um, Joel is sitting over here very content. I'm sure he has something to say. I'm going to let him speak right now. And, I, uh, and before he speaks, I was always taught the quietest in the room is the most scariest and dangerous in the room. Well, I don't know about all that. I'm just saying, this man is dangerous. Y'all better open your ears right now. He's dangerous. He got something for you. So I've been, since we talked about getting together for this episode, mm -hmm. I've been spending a lot of time thinking, like, what, what can I say and how can I say it to not only help to memorialize and bring awareness to the situation and, and put additional respect on the life that was lost with George Floyd. And, and we're, we'll, I'll stay there for right now. Obviously, there's others that were impacted. Their lives were lost also, but I want to stick with this for right now. And I struggled to come up with the words to say. And, and I've been troubled all day to the point where I, I was at work and I had a couple of back-to-back -back meetings. I told you guys because we were trying to do this earlier before. Got done with that last meeting. And I, just, I just closed my laptop. I was done for the day because I, I couldn't continue to fake the interactions. The, the, the hey, how you doing? Yes. I couldn't continue to do it. So you, I was done. That, you couldn't shuck and jive? Couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. And obviously there's a lot of emotion for me and for everybody who looks like me, all us brothers in this room. And the challenge is we're, we're all upset. We're all angry, but where do you draw the line between being upset and accepting something? So let me, let me give an example and then I'll, then I'll shut up. I know I talk about all the time voting. Here's my challenge with us people of color. We have been fighting from 10 years behind or better for so long. And my thought is when we finally were given the right to vote, who in this room believes that white folks gave us the right to vote because they said, you know what, let's be nice now. Let's be kind. Let's be fair. In my opinion, my humble opinion, I don't have facts, but in my opinion, the only reason why we were given that right is because they were on to the next plan. Correct. Also, also, I'm, I'm, I'm going to interject right here. Let me tell you how, why they gave us the right to vote. They gave us the right to vote, and they don't do it vote for vote. They do electoral colleges. Mm -hmm. And the states that they know they're going to win carry the most points, mm -hmm. except one state. And I think that's like California. But every other state, like Texas, how many electoral votes they have? Well, your bigger states are going to have the most folks. Correct. California, Texas, and all those, or more densely populated places. So, and all and all that and all that right there is going to be in those states. Who normally wins those states? Like Texas, who wins that state? Real <laughs> it's quick, a Republican state. Real quick, it's a Republican state. New York, who wins that state? Real quick. Uh, that, that goes, goes back and that forth. Goes, yeah, they, that's that's a flip flop state. Ohio, flip flop that's state. Last time, Republican. New York last time, Democrat. Uh, we did. Mm -hmm. They, well, I ain't going to say we because the guy that's up there now says you got to be you're a fool if you vote for Donald Trump Yeah, well, or you vote Republican. I mean, New York is special because like you got New York City that has millions of people in it. So yeah. it, it just the melting pot. Yeah. 
Um, go but go back. I'm sorry, Joe. Go no, back. you're good. You're good. But but the point I'm, I'm making is pretty simple. What we're seeing right now happen, I don't even like to call it rooting. I mean, sorry. I'm, I'm combining rioting and looting. Rooting. I like it. Rooting. I don't like to call it either one of those things. I call it self-defense at this point. Yes. Because, again, you have to look at the historical implications. As you talked about earlier, we kind of talked about a little bit. We've seen this story over and over and Correct. over again. It's not new. So, so my point is, and my challenge is, at what point do I say, forget all of these things that take place within this system that I'm still holding out hope for. I'm still out here banging for, to, to my people to go do this. And again, I'm not telling anybody what they should do, but for Joel, when I think about voting and I think about every strategic plan that has been put in front of us by our white counterparts, they've always been ahead of us because they had the, I mean, it was, they made the game. Yeah, they made the game. So, while we're busy still fighting and arguing and, and beefing with each other about why or why we're not voting, there's still people of color being killed. We get a president that looks like us. There are still people being killed. We, at some point, have got to stop putting all of our hope and faith in a system that has systemically oppressed, killed, murdered, raped, beat. Every evil thing you can think about doing to another group, that has been done to us and is still being done to us. And we're still holding out hope that by doing these things is somehow going to impact us positively. So what I'm suggesting as a not saying don't vote again, I'm not telling you what to do, but there are things that we also should be doing because voting is what a day. Mm-hmm. And when you're done with that, what are you doing? On to the next. Yeah. <laughs> so so my point <laughs> is. Exactly. We right back to it. So my point is. Instead of getting so caught up in what we're told we are, we have the right to do and mm-hmm. we're able to do and our ancestors died for this, our ancestors died, but guess what? So they are didn't our die peers. for this. No. So they didn't are, die for this. And so are our peers. Are Today dying. are dying. So I can't just sit here and be solely focused on my ancestry dying. But see, that, that's what they want you to do. They want you, they want you to believe that the system that they have in place is it's going, going to, work to work for you. If you do it right. For you. Yes. When they wrote the Constitution, how many black people was in the room? How many black people signed it? Fair. How many black people signed it? The point you bring up often, and I agree. <laughs> when when the the Pledge of Allegiance, they got it, they they took the third the third part of was it not it's Star Spangled Star Banner. Banner? They mm-hmm. took the third part out of because they third, said hold on, fourth, yeah. Wait a minute, yeah, it's third and fourth. They took that out because they said hold on, wait a minute. No, we can't say this much mm-hmm. because it, if people catch on, they'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. So that's that, you know, and again, I'll sit back and shut up for a minute. But that's been the main thing that's been on my mind for the last month is at what point do we stop putting our hope and faith? We are such a hopeful culture. We're so docile. We're so hopeful. We're holding out hope and we're being told by the, the people that look like us that have a little bit more power. Oh, let me finish this. No, I'm going to let so, you finish because I, I want you to cut. I'm going to cut you at one point. But go ahead. Go ahead. So all the people that are in these positions of authority your Oprah Winfrey's, your mm-hmm. Bill Cosby's, folks like that have been telling us to trust in the system mm-hmm. and do the right things and, and be hopeful. Even King, hope. He was a hope preacher. But before he died, what did he say? He started switching it up. When, after, he he had a, after he had a meeting with a certain uh, certain man. It, no, it wasn't, it wasn't after the meeting. It was after what happened in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. After, but I'm saying that was after the meeting, though. Like after they, because they, they had that meeting, and then he went to Birmingham, if I'm not mistaken. 
we can we can we can we can we can pull it up because I don't want to be wrong. That way. I know that they met in Salem. Yes, correct. Is that Salem. Yeah, where they is that where they marched off the bridge? I can't remember. Hold on, we we got. Yeah. We, we, I think I think that was what they they did they did have a talk there, but to the point that you bring up about Malcolm X and and Martin Luther King. Yes, Martin Luther King was very hopeful, and then at towards the end he switched his game. Yes, up. sir. And. It's funny you say that's what you've been thinking about all day. Literally, y'all know me. I'm a Black Panther dude. I, I like I love the 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 rhetoric that, and I know that that sounds crazy. Like I love the rhetoric, but I, I liked what they were preaching. Real quick, one time, one time, real quick, Todd. They met in 1964, March 26, 1964, in Washington D.C. Okay, that's when they met. Okay. Um. But again, like I like, again, I like the, the Black Panther talk, the rhetoric, the, the what they were preaching because they were preaching power to their people, right? Yes. And that's the same thing that white people have been preaching to Forever. their people, right? Forever. So, but it's crazy how, and like I said, I've been thinking about this all day, it's crazy how when we start preaching it and we start acting, then we become- It's a problem. We become thugs. Mm-hmm. We become um, anarchists. Criminals. We, yeah. It, it's like what we're doing is not good enough. But when they do it, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And it's patriotic. It's patriotic. Yes. Yes. I mean, let's let's be real. Let's be real, yes. Danny. Let's be real. The Revolutionary War started because some white folks was pissed off that uh, Europe was taxing them over their damn tea. Yep. What about the Boston Tea Party? That's that, that that's was it. the revolution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So for those that didn't know, it's the same thing. So that's what I'm saying. Like they got pissed off. They got angry. They got violent. Right. Mm-hmm. They start now. What are we doing now? Yeah. We're pissed off. We're angry, and now we've become violent. Mm-hmm. I but now, we're, according to our president, rider. that we're we're thugs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and the people on the other side are very fine people. Very good yeah, people. You know yeah. in, in the history book, they called them heroes. Yes. Right? And like in for the Boston Tea Party, like yeah. it's yeah. celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a, and the very per, very first person to die was a black person. Christmas addicts. Yeah, crazy. You know what I'm saying? So we've we've been at the center of this since the beginning of America. Yes. And what I will say about my people as well is, I know you guys are saying we're very hopeful. I don't even believe we're hopeful. I believe we're just too forgiving. Why is that? Because that's just who we are. No, but there's a reason why we're that way. I talk about it all the time. Church. Church. I, 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 that's where I was going to go. I, I do believe that. I believe we're more we're more forgiving we are, than hopeful. Yes. But church, every preacher, pastor, reverend, whatever you want to call them, all of them have similar messages mm-hmm. like Dr. King. As far as forgiveness. Hope. Yeah. Hope and forgiveness. Hope. And, and I believe it's a time and place for both. Yes, I agree. But you can't hit me in my mouth and say you're sorry and you didn't mean to do that continuously hit me in my mouth yeah let's let's call it repeatedly, what it is repeatedly over and over and over and over and over and over again for hundreds of years say i'm sorry yeah you know a- after each time there were some things i <laughs> wanted sorry. to say today but i didn't well, want to say them no i, I didn't want to say them because i didn't want anybody to think just because well write it down on a piece of paper i said for you just because again i do like the black panthers i do like all this stuff some some people may call me i know my parents call me a radical but i'm not i just I just believe in, in, in what I believe, right? Mm-hmm. But I am, you know, I, Malcolm X was my dude. I love me some Malcolm X. So I said, I bet 
if I looked up anything Malcolm X said, I bet I could apply it to any situation or any any quote he said I can apply it to what's going on right damn now. What's up, Danny? But but hold on though. Didn't they label Dr. Martin Luther King a radical? Yes. Yes, they did. And and he he let people spit in his face. Mm-hmm. You know, he was handcuffed, arrested, beaten, bruised, didn't fight back, preached nonviolent, and they yeah. shot him in the end. Cold yeah. blood, long distance. No, they sh- murdered him. What? Oh, I don't know. We're having some difficulties here. I don't know. Hold on. What? But but at the end of the end of the day, it was it was murder. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and, and, and they, they shot him tapping. and also smothered him. And Don't leave that part out. His phones yeah. And saying that he was radical, he was, you know, a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and who who helped who helped oh Jesus, I can't talk. Perpetuate that Perpetrate. idea. Perpetuate. J Ever J Edgar Hoover? Exactly. FBI. Yeah. And who did he have on his side to push that narrative? Yeah. United States government. The whole entire you United States think government. Think broader. Who who was reporting? Yeah, he had the media. The media. If yeah. you can control the media, you can control the narrative. Yeah. So let me tell you, I don't know if y'all saw this, but this was happening, and they've they've um, already like suspended a couple of news reporters over doing this. So during these protests that have been going on this week, there have been news outlets um, with reporters who have been playing uh, like gunfire sh- like sounds on their phones while they're record like while they're you know live recording to make it seem like there's more going on yeah i believe it like your boy who was uh uh back in the day got anderson cooper yeah yeah got fired for that yeah pretending like he was in a in another country you <laughs> know in, in the midst of a war and was yeah. in his backyard basically see yeah. and and that's another thing that we bring up you have the media who's doing this but then you have outsiders who just come in to it to to make it look like we're doing it let's be real a lot I don't know if y'all been following the story, but the looting that's going on, the looting started with a with a auto zone, the, the breaking breaking windows of an auto zone. The person who broke the windows of an auto zone was a white he, man. He was a white dude who didn't live in the well, I'm sorry, I just spit out that way. He he didn't live in the neighborhood. I spit on Henry's computer, it's okay. <laughs> um he didn't live in the neighborhood. He he Brought his way, I say brought his way, he drove in there and he started breaking windows. Not only that, turns out this, or according to the sources Twitter and other sources, yeah. this guy was a police officer for um, Metro this, Nashville, for the city. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. St. Paul, right? Minneapolis. Yeah. So you have these people who are coming in and saying, oh no, it's, it's all these black people that's doing it. But really, it's... Actors. Imp- you're right, as actors, we've been infiltrated. Mm-hmm. Let's and speed this thing up. Let's let's get some people knocked off out here. Now, what I love about it, though, is I don't know if y'all saw the video when they caught the guy, the brother that had the pizza box and the blunt. Mm-hmm, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, 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 I seen. You I saw seen. That? Yeah, my boy so, said, let me put my stuff down. We yeah, square up right now. Because he was like, he got like, a video right here. Yeah, dude was trying to check him, like, you want to fight? And he's like, hold on, somebody <laughs> hold my blunt. Yeah, somebody hold my blunt. Yeah, it is. So, so they literally caught this guy yep. doing this. And oh, is that when he was walking through the yes. the, the Wendy's? Yes. Yeah, I did see that. I yeah. saw that. So I want I want to read y'all something because, to me, this is the epitome of American ignorance. Okay. So give me just a second to pull this up. Why you doing that? I'm gonna cut the volume up a little bit. What What is that? That's the video where the guy's knocking the busting the windows out in the auto zone. 
Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to hear that. Yeah, here. probably not. Yeah. So let me read this to you. Looting is what filled nearly every prestigious history museum in the Western world. Correct. Are y'all anti-looting now? Say, say that one more time. Looting is what filled nearly every prestigious history museum in the Western world. The two questions asked immediately after are, are y'all anti-looting now? Are y'all returning artifacts? I believe when they taught it to us in the history books when we was little children and didn't know no better, they didn't call it looting. They did they, not. You know, they called themselves a conquistadors. And, <laughs> and archaeologists. Like archaeologists. Yeah. That's they dressed it up and made it look real fancy. Mm-hmm. Sound real fancy. Sound, sounds good. It sounds yeah, good. It sounds good. But the reality is, this is, and, and I know I've used this term before, and I, when I learned this term, it hit me in the face. Cognitive dissonance is the realest disease that our white counterparts suffer from in terms of any issues dealing with race. Yep. Because they really firmly believe in their heart of hearts that they're good people, that they don't do these type of evil things. And they'll say stuff like Trump said. Trump literally came out and called those brothers and sisters who are out there on ground zero standing up and fighting back against this oppressive system, he called them thugs. But the group of white folks, specifically just them, let's stay there, the group of white folks that stormed the government building in Michigan because they were angry. Assault rifles. Heavy weaponry. Because they were upset about being quarantined. They wanted to be able to go get their hair cut, go get some tattoos, go hang out at the bars, do all of this stuff. And those were the good people that he referred to. So... The, the obvious nature in which this country has shown me yep. that they don't care about me. So the, the last week we talked about when did you realize that the country you live in does not care about you? When I was about five. There is no more real manifestation of that than what we're seeing right now. When Donald Trump, the president, the leader of the quote unquote greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Not really. Quote unquote <laughs> greatest country in the world says these two groups that are doing basically the same thing, mm-hmm. the black ones are thugs, the white ones are good people. It doesn't get any clearer than and, that. And and don't forget that, what do you say, if you're going to start, what do you say? If when the, the looting starts, starts, the shooting starts. starts. There you go. So he just incited some shooting, a Absolutely. riot, all that extra. And we saw it happen in Kentucky. Yep. Speaking of riot, what did he call them people in Charlottesville that By, was holding ticket torches? Fine people. Said they were good people and bad people. That's on what he both said. Sides. On good, both sides. Good, good people and bad people on, on, on both sides. And, and what was those white, good white people protesting with those ticket torches? Though they were white nationalists. So basically they were saying we want to be able to represent for what it is we believe in. And they wanted to hold up a, 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 what, a Confederate flag? A flag that yes, that's how it started. Yes, because they were talking about bringing the flag down. So that's how it started. Yes. It's been and already defeated. Statue. And they want to hear, they want to scream this one nation under God bullshit, but want to have two flags. Yes. How does that, how does that work? Cognitive, Cognitive dissonance. dissonance. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but that's such what a does that point. one flag represent though? Which one? The, the, the Confederate flag. What does that represent? The, the losers. But, but what did they want to keep? Slavery. The power. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Slavery. That's a better it's way a, to say it. It's about it's power. The power. But, yeah. but 
today, if I was to enslave someone, what would I be labeled as? You would be labeled as a criminal. Yes. No, no, but break but it down. Break it down. What I'd be labeled as a kidnapper. Yeah. A rapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, murderer but hold on hold on abuser you would be a criminal i'm gonna go broad you would be a criminal but the prison system is called justice yes the justice system and they doing the same thing kidnapping raping robbing i was listening to a podcast the other day you know they pay prisoners to make like hand sanitizer what when, what we got going on now hand sanitizer you know how much they paying them a day Probably like five, ten cents. Ten cents an hour. Yeah, I figured it's something for like eight that. hours. So that's eighty cents. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody see nothing wrong with that. Well, we all see something wrong with it, and that's why you have people who go so hard in the paint about it, because um, because essentially what's going on. I mean, the, you have activists that are saying they are still. This is still slavery. Oh, mm-hmm. by another uh, another thing too, the prison system is a private system it's not even government ran that's not true not all of it is some of it is and some of it isn't which part is uh well the the prison the privately owned prisons are are private yeah. don't they, they have stock county and the city yeah. that's not all of them, how many yeah. of them? aren't they on the stock exchange yeah cca yeah well i guess it's not CCA. called cca anymore so, but so like there are private prisons that are you can, publicly uh, traded companies you basically leveraging putting these these individuals on the auction block yeah, and I mean, I don't know if y'all followed this story or not, yeah, but there, is, um, there was a judge in, I don't remember what state, but there was a judge who made a deal with uh, an owner of a, of a private prison system. If he put more people in his prison, he would give him more money. Yeah, sounds about right. So, But anyway, we're going to put a pin in that. He, he was the only one that got caught. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put a pin in that. We got to take a break, so we'll be back in a second. right there what's up y'all we back <sighs> i love yeah. that yeah that's that's i mean that's big right there i mean that that's that definitely was what it was yes <laughs> i love that right so i i want to do yeah this. that was real though and, and to bobby sessions that's who that yes, was bobby Young, sessions yeah. that's, that's the man we want to give him his credit so i want to i want to say this real quick before we jump ahead too far i want to i want to go in reverse for just a second before we left we were talking about the prison system here's my challenge again with politics in america and the government and all this other nonsense you got two parties for the most part right republican democrat for the most part black folks is a democrat why because the democrats are supposed to be for us when have they proven that that's for so 
I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry, brother. No, you, 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 you going with me? So you know, I'm always rocking with you, Joe. Always. Who is the lead candidate right now? Well, not even lead candidate. Who is the representation from the Democratic Party right now for presidency in November? Former Vice President Joe Biden. So does anybody remember what Joe Biden was instrumental in voting in? The 1994 the crime bill. Ooh, and what's on Three that crime bill? Out. Three strike rule, maximum minimums. And he's got the audacity to come in here talking about everything that he's doing is about And the, the biggest and thing he said was, if you don't, if you vote either way. If you're confused about yeah. who you need to be voting for, yeah. you ain't black. Who, who did that, that, that crime bill target? It 100% targeted every one of the men sitting at this table right now. But it's it's kind of like you got to choose the lesser of two evils. See, and and no, and and I'm go sorry. ahead, go ahead, because this is my passion right here. Go ahead. I one million percent do not believe with that thought process. There's no you got a choice. That's all I was gonna say. I ain't got to vote for Trump or Biden. I can bow out one hundred percent. And the challenge with that is people will tell you that if Trump gets elected, it's your fault because you didn't vote. I don't believe that. It, yeah, and it's, it's not. It's garbage. The reality is, like we've been said, we were given the right to vote. <laughs> you feel me? We were given, which means, again, white folks did not say, you know what? I like black people now. I want y'all to start voting. They was already on to something else. I feel you on that, and I feel where you're going, and we do got our options. Yes. But, I mean, how, how much of a percent does black people make up of the entire United States? 43 million. 43 million no, black people. No, no, percent. 46. 46. 46. 46, 46 million is like 13, 14. Black peoples and 14% of the United States. Okay, so you got two separate groups. So say, let's say you we, do, we all do go with independent. How many of those... How, how many of us of those counterparts that are going towards us are going to go with that third party? That's what I mean by choose the yeah. lesson of two evils. I mean, yeah, you got an option to pick a third party. Or not at all. Or not at all. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you either got this piece of shit or this piece of shit. Yeah. And, and, pick and, or choose. And I agree with you a million percent. So here's my thought to that, because I agree with you a million percent. Like At some point, you got to make some type of a choice. My thought is we spend so much time focused on elections and so little time focused on our current communities. The community we got over here with these fellas in this room, these people, man, I love living over here just because I get to see y'all. You know what I mean? And if we ride for each other the way they in the streets riding for us right now all the time, then there's some issues we ain't never got to face. I don't care who's in the White House. There's stuff we'll never have to look at. So Todd and I were talking about this the other day. Todd's got a garden back here. I just started one in my backyard. There are things that we need to start equipping ourselves with as far as skills. So it becomes a point where we don't need anything from you. See, right now, we don't like you and what you're doing to us. And we don't like you because of what you're doing to us. But we still have needs. We can't just remove ourselves from America because we got needs. Walmart makes it real easy for us to live. But what happens if I don't need Walmart, I don't need you, I can grow my own food. I can build my own house. And, and that's what I'm saying. We need to get to the point where the focus is less on the political system because the political system has proven for the last several hundred years it ain't for us. 
Go ahead. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is our problem. This is who raised us. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Unfortunately, this is who raised us. They raised us to be capitalism from mm-hmm. birth. Mm-hmm. We got to have the nicest of the nicest. We got to shop at certain stores. Yep. We got to buy certain brands. You know, it, unfortunately, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, no product is better than the next product. It's just how they package it and market it up and make it sound appealing to us. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you can you, you can sustain off of hard work and labor, growing a garden, being self-sufficient, but it's the way we was raised and it's, yeah. and it's hard to change that mindset, change that mindset. Yeah. It's not, I don't think that it's hard. I just think that we don't want to do it because of the convenience that we have now. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it, and, it's a and here's the thing, if that's what we're going to do, Correct. that's how we're going to do it. Then we need to learn how to leverage what we have. Mm-hmm. We, le- we need to learn how to leverage the power that we have. White folks do it. Republicans yeah. do it all the time. They don't like Donald Trump. The, the true Republicans, they hate Donald Trump. Yes, but they riding. But they riding with him because they use their leverage to get what they want. And yes. they got everything that they wanted with the president that they didn't like. Black people have That's to good. do the same thing. That's good. Don, I mean, let's be let's be 100% honest. Joe Biden is problematic. Who gives a shit? We can leverage him. He knows that he needs a black vote. Mm-hmm. He knows that, look, look what we've already done. We said, hey, we're going to vote for you if you if you have a woman as your vice president and what he do, he said, okay, I'm going to have a woman as my vice president. Right? So we know we got to, we have to learn how to leverage ourselves versus being all or nothing, because that's what black people are. If we don't, if we, and that's just our culture, right? Because it's like, oh man, I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with him. But Todd, I agree with you hundred percent on that. We need to leverage what we got, but when we'll leverage it. And then once they get into office, they can change whatever they say. They can't if you use your power. You've you've leveraged to get them in there. One, yeah, but once they're in there, they don't have to put nothing on that desk. They don't want to. You're you're correct. But if they want to stay there, what they got to do? I mean, you get That's four true. years. They got to pan. But if they want to stay there, what they got to do? They got they got they, they they have to they have to comply. Exactly. So but, that's what there's your but, leverage. But no, but what where, if he, what if he's arguing about there? It no, is. no, no. But what if he <laughs> just won't for? What if he won't for to make his family make his family where where it's at? Like put his put himself in a better position because once you become the president of the United States, you can go on book tours. You can make if billions ifs of dollars. If buts were candy and nuts, the world would be a sweeter place. Co- I don't give a damn about the if shit. But that's I know what, about the but now. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. Now. But that's what I'm saying. The the fool that's in there now, he leveraged he leveraged the fools that voted for him. He didn't, he didn't do, leverage shit. Well, now nah, he really him. Yeah, he really doesn't have to do nothing for him for them. But however, if he goes out of there, once he gets out of there, he will always be known as former president of the United States, oh, Donald right. Trump. But so he'll be able to get anything or do anything he wants. Who cares? We, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, But you're, you've you've moved away from the no, point. No, no, the no, point no. is that we want to get what we want. No, I'm agreeing with you 100%. But what I'm saying is you can lie to a person. How many times? Let's, 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 we all men in this room, and I'm not trying to get anybody <laughs> in trouble. You're finna, though. But I'm finna, too. How many times have you lied to a female to get what you want? And once you got what you want, you, did, you cut off. Church. But you had to, but after you got what you want, it was over. But initially, you had to do what what you had to do. But that's what I'm saying. So that's what we he, have to do. Right now, he can say, <laughs> he, right now, he can tell you, you, you're the most beautiful person in the world. I'm going to do this, this, and this for you. Once he gets in there, he ain't got to do shit. 
Because he got what he wanted. So I, I love what both of y'all are saying because this is really, really good stuff to bring up. Man, this is so good. I, I, man, that analogy, right on time. And the crazy part is when you think about it, use that same comparison. Allow us as people of color to be the woman in the scenario for just a second. Mm -hmm. If I have a level of respect for myself, it's only so much you can say that I'm. And that is the challenge to what Danny was saying a minute ago. We've been raised in this system and we've got to do like Todd was just saying. We've got to be like, all right, this is how we were raised. Mm -hmm. This ain't working. No, it ain't. So now, all right, I have a choice. I can vote for Republican, Democrat, Independent, or nobody. That's my choice. Outside of that, if I want to vote, then I need to vote for the person who's going to do more for me than the other. And it's in the all, reality, and for me, it's, it's all talk. It is all talk. But the reality is, Biden will do more for us than Trump will, as we've seen. Oh. Now, do I plan on voting for either one? Nope. Because I don't trust either one of them. But there's, there's more. Because he knows, and I'll give a great example. Y'all's boy, my boy, Barack Obese. Barack was all in the hood with us. Mm-hmm. What group did he go to for his second election? LGBT. Or the, or the, yes, sir. So that's Todd's point. If I know I want to stay in this position, I got to go to the people who are going to keep me. And what did he do? Who did he, who did he bring gay marriage? Yeah. Who did he bring to the White House and celebrate as Woman of the Year? Oh, was it the uh, got uh, the military dude? No, that no, got, no, it was uh, the Kardashian. Yes, sir. Oh. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, ain't Bruce no more, Ben. He ain't was, no more, Bruce, Ben. He was riding for the LGBT community harder than he did for people of color. So the point is, you got to understand these folks. They. And this is, this is the problem for me with politics. They went to school to become politicians. It is a job. Yes. If I want to keep a job, I've got to be the best at this. So that means I got to go to you to make sure I can stay. So Todd's point is, if Trump, who didn't do the same route, but understands the benefits that you talked about, I'm the president, I can get this, this, and this because of it. Why would I want to give this up? It's the same thing. Why would white folks give us the right to vote? And my thing is... Um they didn't, first off, and I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, Danny, but let me say this real quick Fair. before you say this. They didn't give us shit. They didn't give Fair. us the right to vote. We took it by Fair. force. Fair. Just like what's going on kind of now. We took it, but they made up, they still came up with laws like literacy testing and stuff. It's like they keep moving the goalposts. Yeah. All right, you got to pass this test. You yes. got to pass the standardized test in order to vote. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all done got over that hurdle. Yes. Now, okay, if you get in trouble and you get a felony on your record, okay, then you can't vote. You know, yes. and we gonna we we can take your tax money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you, we can take your point. you. You better pay them up in taxes. And that's what I mean. If so you don't, sorry. you're going to jail. Yeah, sorry, I I should have said it that way. It's not like they just one day woke up and gave it. Yes, it was yeah. because we wanted and we kept fighting for. Yep. But my point is what you just said. They said okay. You can have it, but we in our mind, we already know. Like, So they're going to give them the rights, but we're going to set up this hurdle, this hurdle, this hurdle, and this hurdle. While they're fighting through these, we're going to be on to the next set of hurdles. And it keeps on going that way. So like I said, we're still fighting with each other about voting or not voting in 2020, but we're still fighting each other too. But in, And then another thing, y'all are talking on a national level. I'm going to use George Floyd as, a, as an example here, mm-hmm. okay? 
So the mayor is a Democratic mayor. Mm-hmm. And the people, and I put that in air quotes, the people, us, for the most part, voted him in. Mm-hmm. Okay. The district attorney is, is an elected you official. Exactly what I'm thinking. That's why. I, <laughs> go ahead, but you you own what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah the I'm district Jason, attorney is yeah. an elected official, voted in by, and I put air quotes again, us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when we have all the things that we're talking about, all yeah. the, the stuff that we're going through, is it not our fault? A little bit, because we're voting these people in. I wouldn't say who aren't, who aren't in our best interest. It is, but hold on, hold on, hold on, JC. You gotta tell them who you are first. Um, JC, oh, yeah. I just walked up in here. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, my dog? My, I just walked in a little late, but I think it's, it's brainwash to think the president is running anything. That's mm-hmm. a puppet master. Mm-hmm. So I don't care for Trump. I don't care for Biden. But what we got to get, like, what we got to learn and start thinking, who touches our everyday lives? Judges, the prosecutors, the councilmen. Local. That's what, but nobody pays attention to that. Yeah. I read up on that. I need to know if I'm getting locked up for something, who's that judge? Yeah. What they on? That's the ones who's locking us up. Now, they setting the larger laws. Up top. Up top. But it's that's what everybody needs to focus on. Everybody always like shits on those elections. I'm like, those are that's the most important one. Yep. Trump ain't finna dictate nothing that got to do with us. But that damn process, that DA, that's who's sending your cousin, your brother, your son. Yeah. That's who's not convicting the white people who's doing that. Yeah. That's what we so need to focus watch. on. And you want to change something, change that. We all need to, that's the votes we need. Give damn, I don't give damn about the presidential. What are they going to do? Yeah. They going to come to Davidson County and, and Trump, they gonna, Trump, and, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Ride to Kingsport. Davidson, <laughs> Davidson County has done a great job, or I, I say Davidson County, the people of Davidson County have done a great job with that right. in our court systems. Because mm-hmm. if you look at our court systems, we have a Latino, or I'm sorry, Latina um, judge. We have four or five black judges. Yeah. Um, criminal court judges and uh, circuit. We have, the we have district, a district. Uh, oh, superintendent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Superintendent. Uh, last yeah. name, Battle. This is actually somebody yeah. that's a sister of one of my wife's good friends. Okay. Yeah. Her yeah. sister. So this is a young girl. Yeah. yeah. You got that. Um, what's, uh, oh, there's even a white woman. Um, and we, Blackburn. Her last name's Blackburn. She was, Black, like literally she went hard in the black neighborhoods to get elected and all she's done since she's been in is do good by black people. So yeah. like, you, you know what I'm saying? Davidson County, I don't know if they, if they have recognized that they have the power and, and right. But this is what is happening. But that's, that's like, if you all, it's like, if people want to see change, that's who's going to affect yeah. that change. Like and, until people realize yeah. that and vote the right people in, like, okay, we riding with, we got to get our own people at that level. Yes, agreed. Because the higher powers, then the Senate, once it goes up there, that's just like I said, the puppet show. They just talking. How much can you pay to get this passed? That's it. They that's just talking. So, so let me say this too, Jason, because you bring up a great point. 
And I do want to say this disclaimer. In previous episodes, I have said that. Okay. I said if I'm going to vote, right. it's going to be on the local level, and these brothers can, and I'm, they can I'm, attest I'm to that. You, I said I w- that is yeah. where I would do it. Presidency, that's trash to me. It's yeah. fake. It's, it's, when I was having a conversation, I said it before I'm bringing it up. I was talking with my mother-in-law, and we were talking about uh, Trump and Obama. Uh, and she was saying, yeah, you know, but, you know, uh, he's got to play the game. And I was like, that's the problem for me is that President Obama has to play a game. He has to. That's how you know that the system is still fake. It's all fake. We believe in this, and we can willingly acknowledge that he has to play a game. But that's, Trump can do whatever he wants. But, that's yeah. that's for me is the cutoff where I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. that is, that's the only that's the only thing that he did. Trump, he's like the only one that really just don't give a damn about the game. Not one. But it's not doing any good, doing more <laughs> harm. But yeah. yeah, at least like he just he don't care. Now yeah. if you actually had one of us that was up there who had a Trump mentality as far as I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Now we talking about something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yes. You had somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yep, say absolutely. if Obama was just, I'm not playing this game, I don't give a damn. I'm riding for mine. I'm riding for mine. That's why I'm just like, it's, 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 all, it's all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so it's just, and that, that, so, I respect Obama and everything and everything he did, yeah. but I'm like, you, you, you had that one opportunity. And that's all I... To, to your just, point, you had you was there. Yeah, we're not gonna get there no more. Yeah, no president, no president has That's the it. the ability to just make all you these wholesale all. changes. Man, can't, can't one president do that? Ty, no. I was talking to Todd earlier, like when Obama first came in the office, they made him surrender his BlackBerry because he had a Twitter account, and they said it was a breach of security. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. Trump's the only only president that has a Twitter account. Yeah, he'd be back in history. And he'd be banging on me. So, so again, so Obama right then could have said, "No, no, 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 I'm keeping my Twitter." So, so that takes me back to my original point on there Obama, which is, as a human you ain't being, keep talking about my boy, man. As a human being, he seems like a solid dude. Yeah, he does seem like a solid dude. My challenge is, I know he can't make changes on his own, but what he could have done is use his mouth. That's it. I didn't expect him to go in there and suddenly get us reparations and, and take us all back to Africa and change all of our life. I wasn't expecting all that. What I was expecting was ride hard on principles that you know are right. And if yeah. it's, yes, yes. And if you know it's wrong, ride hard against it. So the only time I ever saw him do it, I go back to it all the time. Henry Louis Gates. When he got arrested for breaking into his own home yeah. and his neighbors called the police. That's the only time I've ever heard yep. President Obama go hard against the system. Nah, I agree. That's yeah. I agree, man. So let me let me um let me let me let me fast forward here. Or not fast forward, I guess I'm gonna take a take a left turn. So I know that I guess we were talking about Malcolm X. Yeah, at first. So something Malcolm X said that really spoke to me. He said, uh, and and this uh, this goes to you know what's going on with people right now, right? Okay. He said, um, I believe that there will ultimately be a clash between the oppressed and those that do the oppressing. 
I believe that there will be a clash between those who want freedom, justice, and equality for everyone <laughs> and those who want to continue the system of exploitation. What year was that? I don't know what year that was. What, what year that was. It wasn't 2020. No, it wasn't 2020. But what I tell you, we I said, know I, it wasn't that. What I tell you, I said I had a list of stuff that, um, oh, goodness. And sorry if y'all get the feedback, y'all. We're, we're, literally, we have a bunch of people, so we are in my kitchen trying to accommodate yeah to facilitate <laughs> yeah y'all um, have to bear with us on this one it, we, we had to let our hair down on this one because <laughs> as you know this i mean everybody in this room looks the same and we all could have been that same individual telling you know crying out for yeah a mom tell my kids i love them tell yeah. my old lady i love her yeah had three guys on the back but go ahead go ahead todd i'm sorry but yeah like back to what i was saying just I told you in the beginning there was I didn't want to say it for myself because I didn't want people to I didn't want people to think that I was feeling some type of way. To but hell somebody, if somebody think you feeling some type of but way. But somebody man. and that somebody's Malcolm X. Yeah. He said this in the in the sixties. Yeah. And this is what we're dealing with right now, right? That's that's go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go that's ahead. sixty go years ahead. later, right? Basically, yeah. That's sixty years later. But Todd, I want you to quit apologizing. You you apologizing for no reason. What did you do wrong? I haven't done anything wrong. So but quit I apologizing see, for having feelings the way you feel. But right I, now is the time to let them feelings out. I don't think that's what he's saying. What he's saying is don't don't listen to Todd say it. Listen to somebody else who you've respected for all these years saying this way back then, and you're seeing the impact today. Correct. No, I, I get it. I think that's what he's saying. No, no, I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, he has every right in his body to feel that way. I do. And, some, and people do. should, res if, if they didn't get it then when when – one of the most powerful men in the world, in the black community, said it. Mm -hmm. The entire should be like, we've been to, we've been told this already. Ben said this. Yeah. We've been said this. See, another thing, and and again, I told you I had a whole list of it all applies today. Another thing that he said that that we, if we want to apply to today's situation, if you're not ready to die for it, put the word freedom out of your vocabulary. Now, now let me let me talk a little bit about this. Okay, I'm gonna go somewhere with this now. This ain't the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s where they was lynching folks and burning crosses in the yard. Hold on, hold on. You said they ain't lynching nobody. They're not. They're not. I know what you're saying. It's not. It's lynching different. It's by hanging. Yeah. Oh, okay. Say yeah. Throwing them off bridges. I'm about to say yeah because that was a public like lynching. But they, they still murder. Yeah. Well, they're not lynching overtly lynching people. How about that? Let me let me say that we're not doing that anymore. This is different. Um, and and you know. Talking about in terms of dying for freedom, um, it's not the same because now if we're not dying for freedom, but but now people are put literally putting their their, their jobs on the line, their um, you know any 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 work any way they make money they're putting that on the line now. That is their freedom because think about it, the girl who who called the cops on the dude bird watching right and said he was threatening me, yeah the Amy Cooper chick. So she lost her job. She lost her her dog. She lost pretty much everything, right? They took a dog. They took a dog yeah, and took they the took dog. a job. So you don't play about your dog. Yeah, so yeah. and and that's another thing. They value a damn dog's life more than us cuz they came and got that dog swiftly. See Michael Vick. So um but anyway, the point I'm making is that our, the freedom that we fight for is different. And we have to be, if we're going to fight for that freedom, or the freedom that we fight for is the same, but if we're going to fight for that freedom, we have to be willing to 
you know, if we have to lose our job, if we have to do something else, if we have right. to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. ready to take that hit. And a lot of people aren't ready to take that hit. And that's why you have a bunch of people who are still on the sidelines. Does that make sense? I yeah. think, I don't think it's on, I don't think it's on, I don't think you on the sideline as much as we're still oppressed. No matter how you feel. And now we, we have more knowledge. Right. But our race is still oppressed. Right. So, but if every so oppressed person tries to think about when people were being oppressed overtly, right? Right. Um, what I, and I'm going to use voting because this is what I know and this is a history thing I, I know. If black people in the segregated South wanted to vote, they had the right to vote. Right. A lot of uh, people, a lot of black people in the South worked as sharecroppers, right? Right. So they, they leased a piece of land from a white person. That white owner would say, hey, if you go vote, I'm kicking you out. Of, I'm cutting your lease and you're, you're getting kicked off my property. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it's different. That oppression is, man, it is, but I feel like we still in America. So even your black billionaires, your ditties and Jay-Z, they still answering to somebody. They doing a lot of work, a lot of leg work, but look, brother, we ain't got that power. We ain't got that leverage like you. I still got to go back to Newtown. You still got to go back to TBI. Everybody still got to go back to their job. No matter what, we can feel how we feel, but like you said, now we all got to rise up, but... We don't have to, though. That's the thing. We don't have to. That, I think that's the lie that we've been fed, is that we have to go back to these things. We don't have to go back. Now, if you don't go back, you know the ramifications behind that. You so know the ramifications. That's the carrot that's being dangled over your but, head. But, okay, I work with a lot of Laotians, a lot of Asians. They have their own banking system. Mm -hmm. Now, if, I'm not going to go back if I knew I had an African-American banking system like, look, I need this business loan. And I had a system like, hey, I need 10000 What's the bank in Atlanta? This is that. What's the bank in Atlanta now? This, this uh, United. One United. United. Yeah, United Bank. One yeah. United. One United. They, they, they're, they're trying. They were starting. They're starting. So they I hear all these. Path. So for me, I hear all these, like, billionaires, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Your Oprah's, your Diddy's, your Jay-Z's. I'm like, I feel what you're saying. We ain't, I'm not in that power. We got a black bank so here, won't you, you know that, right? Won't y'all set, set up a way they they got to, they beat the system. So they got to a position where you can help us out. So See, the Laotians, I don't feel like they Let me ask you a question about these Laotians. Do they have the, their own, like they have, do they do it like Caribbean black people do it, like a susu? I don't want to speak on it because I don't know it in detail, so I don't want to say nothing wrong, mm -hmm. but they can go to their temple and ask for it. Okay. So it's, it's, essentially, what, it's essentially like, like Caribbean it. black people. Called, it's okay. called a susu. You know what susu is? Uh-uh. Okay. So a susu, this is how, this is how uh, Caribbean blacks and a lot of African people, um, this is how they funded their, they, it was group funding, so crowdfunding. So let's say it's how many of us? It's five of us, right? Right. So you want to open a business, right? And you need $25,000 to open a business. Right. Each one of us agrees to put $5,000 in a pot each month. And each month, the 5000 rotates to the next person. So JC wants to start a business. So he wants to start a business in January. So January, you get everybody's $5,000 you have $25,000 to open your business. Right. In February, you're still going to put your money in. Everybody else is going to put their money in. Then it's going to go to Danny. Danny right. gets $25,000 to do whatever he needs to do with it. 
and you do that continuously. This is how black people have been funding. They've been crowdfunding since the beginning of time. This is how we, we've always operated. Now, we have had um, the opposition come in and take away that power um, right. by making us, I say making us, by forcing us to, uh, essentially forcing us to go do what they want us to do, go to their banks, because the white man's ice is colder than mine. Do all these things with them versus doing things with us. I get it, but okay, my whole... So what's the mental mentality of that should be that's that's easier said than done. That's why I feel like we still oppressed because the I feel like the majority of my community is not willing to do that. Exactly. And why is the majority of your, your community not willing to do that? Brain habit. Now why now they're exactly they brain brainwashed since birth. Yeah. To, to what I say, white man's ice colder than mine. I'm not gonna shop with my brother. I'm gonna go exactly. here. Exactly. That's, that's what exactly I'm saying. What I'm so we need to. It's more of a mental health issue. It's like it's a, it's a system issue and it's like a mental health issue to me because it's just like we still oppre we oppressed. That goes back to slavery. They always pitted us against us each other. That's right. the house nigga and the field nigga. That's exactly what that is. If you do what master say, you are gonna stand here in good conditions. You are gonna get to eat our scraps. Look what they eating out there. They eating slop. The same slop the pigs eat. You sleep in the big house. Well, you ain't sleeping in the big no, house. Not sleeping in the big you're house. sleeping. You're sleeping in the room off the big house, or you can sleep out there in that shack with the rest of everybody. Because well, that's where, like, to be honest, um, if you've if you've read any history books about slavery, uh, most of the time, even the even the mulatto men and women, they stayed with the common black people, the commoners, the darkies, as they would call them. Cause that's what like, and that's why like you brought up Malcolm X, and that's why like, that's that's my like history. That's my that's my dude because that's what he embodied. That's what he was teaching is teaching how to how black just to stay together, getting your mental health up. Yeah, he was that was mental health. That was that was therapy. Yeah, when they well, were sitting there listening we, to that, that was that's that. that's what he was doing. He was getting their mind like, look, all we need is what's between. This block and that block. Yeah. We don't need nothing else. We're going to put a pin in that. Uh, Joe, you got something to say about that? Before we... Such thing yeah, as good okay. racism. All right. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back. That's so we, you. So we back. Um, we're gonna round out this conversation that we're having. Um, we were talking about Malcolm X before we before we before we walked away, and um, just just you know another thing that I, I feel that I should say that Malcolm X said, and and this is JC's dude too. But um, and this is this is big, especially again talking about what's going on today. The American Negro can never be blamed for his racial animosities. He is only reacting to 400 years of conscious racism <laughs> of the American whites. So, mm. and I'm going to say it like this, straight up. The riots and the looting, it's, it's not that this is what we wanted to do because we've been peaceful. We've been trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But at some point, you have to speak the language of the oppressor. The oppressor speaks violence. 
then you have to become violent with them because they're violence only begets win. more violence. They're only gonna listen to to what they know. To all of my Christian brothers, not the beverage, but to all of my Christian brothers out there, there comes a time when turning the other cheek doesn't work unless you want your whole family dead. I'm just leave that right there for a minute. Yeah, Got a little quiet yeah, in let here. It breathe. <laughs> let that breathe. Um. So, again, this was this was a pretty heavy talk, and um. Again, you know, I, I, I we're all upset. We're watching what is going on in the news play out because any of us could see it being us, right? And you know, some of us have black children. Well, all of us have black children, not some of us. Every <laughs> single one of us have black children. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, I, I keep talking last, as if I don't have one. I, yeah. I have a newborn. So all of us have black children. Uh, last time I checked, brother. <laughs> yeah. And and so okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me put a pin in that. You got a newborn son, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's fast forward. Teenage years. Let's go thirteen. What's the conversation like? Because hmm. we know you. we know nothing's going to change. And, and and Joe, I skipped you for a reason because you have that. You can have that conversation now. I just want to know what's on Todd's mind right now. The conversation with his when when he sees what's going on with the state of the of, of the country right now, and he's got a, a male son. I mean, it, it essentially changes because. Let's be real. The conversation that, that most of us had was, you know, if you have an interaction with the police, make sure your hands are on the, you know, that that whole conversation. I didn't have that conversation when I was coming up. Well, I did. Well, actually, did I? I think I did. I think my grandmother gave me the, yeah. that conversation. I for sure, for sure had it. Um, but I think now it becomes different because now that we see so many different ways um, that our children are being killed just by it, by hands of 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 government officials and this, the, the the general public, there has to, you just got to tell your kid at this point, you have to be vigilant, vigilant at all times. You have to always know your surroundings. If you don't feel comfortable, leave. If you're not, you know, if you're not welcome, don't be there. Like it's, it's a different conversation. Now I had, I had a conversation with my sister. So I got a 15 year old nephew. And, you know, my sister's more or less like, you know, don't let them talk to you like that, 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 that. And I had to tell my sister, I'm like, you tripping. I was like, at the end of the day, he need to come home because he right. about to drive. Right. He got dreads. He's taller than me. I'm on six foot. Bring your ass home. Everybody knows protocol with the police. You always going to try to talk your way out of a ticket. Don't say, oh, I know my rights and no, no. What'd I do? Oh, you were speeding. What? Man, it's a brand new car. I didn't even realize I was going 90, man. Like, hold on. Yes, sir. No, sir. Go. You ain't no punk for doing that. Bring your ass home. Now, when it comes to riding around the neighborhood and there's something else with just your, your citizens, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different conversation. But it's just as far as dealing with the police, everybody knows how to deal with the police. That shit, that script ain't never changed. Don't see, don't, don't get hyped up and tell your 
tell my nephew, your son, this, that, and other. No, it don't work that way. End of the day, bring your ass home. And I tell him that every day. Yes, don't do that. Don't do that shit. Don't pull out your phone. Don't do that shit. It's going to happen. Who here at the table haven't been harassed by police? <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> like a joke. Like a bad joke. That's, that's what I'm saying. Hey. So at the end of the day, when you're dealing with the police, and I know, Joe, you say that with your son. You say that. I say that with my Bring your ass home. We'll work with that, though. I got a different answer. Can, now, as you're passing the mic, you know what's crazy? Everything that we do, for the most part now, is based off of data analytics. We use numbers. There is no number greater than 100%. Correct. So my question is, there are, there are five of us sitting at the table. Can five of us right now admit, acknowledge that we've been in situations dealing with police we shouldn't have been in because they chose to abuse their power. Can all five of us really say that? Yeah. I can. I can. I can. Mm -hmm. But I can. I've been in that situation and they they pulled me over. I was pulled over. I was in a in a, a predominantly white neighborhood and I had a tent on my license plate and the officer couldn't see it. And so when I was pulled over, they was like, okay, uh, license registration. I know that part. Uh, here you go. And there, is there a problem, officer? Well, your tent is on your license plate. We can't see it. That's illegal. Okay, cool. Whatever. I'm like, all right, I'll take it off right now if you want me to. That's cool. Well, we're just going to run the information and come back. So he ran my information, and it was like, I can tell he was hesitant. And he didn't he, he didn't want to really agree with, with what was going on. He wanted to do more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. So he gave me my license registration. And he pulled me out of the car. He said, well, can you step back in the back of the car for me? I was like, all right, cool. Come on. So I got to the back of the car and he was like, well, you got your tent on your license plate. So can we search your car? Hell no. Literally what came out of my mouth. Hell no. Well, I'm not like, why do you want to search my car? Well, because this tent on your license plate is illegal. I said, I'll take it off right now. You can take it off if you want to. I got a screwdriver in the trunk. No, that's not necessary, but we, we want to search. You're not searching my car. Like, at the end of the day, what I was taught by my mother, my father, my grandmother, you're a man when you leave this house. Make them respect you as a man. There's nothing more important and nothing more than your respect. Now, you're not a punk or a, a, a hoe or a bitch or whatever because you comply with what they the aggression that they proceed forward to you but at the same time they still should respect you yeah. well, before hold on because you're gonna have to pass the mic back yeah, yeah, across yeah. so go ahead you can pass it no go ahead go ahead but go ahead. what i was gonna say was just jumping back because what you said is important and i want to hear what you got to say because i got something to say about it too but we just confirmed that again data analytics mm -hmm. stats numbers 100 percent of the men in this room have been harassed. Correct. 100. More than once. 100%. More than once. My question would be, if I had a room full of, well, not a room full, but five white men sitting at this table. Not at all. And as a, I'm Before you even finish that statement, not at all. That's that's amazing to me. Not at all. Unfortunately. I'm willing to bet amazing. whatever I got in the bank right now. Not at all. And I'll double down on that. Not at all. Go ahead and pass that thing to JC. What you got, JC? My whole... 
my whole thing is like, okay, they need okay. Everybody, everybody's a man. Everybody needs respect. Not you. saying what you told your nephew was wrong. But no, 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 no. But how do you expect the respect when they scared of you? That's their that's their problem. It's different. They 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 this already shaking. They this already already shaking. When they that's why I told my nephew they scared of you. You when six foot. You have dreads. You gonna start driving soon. You gonna make a dumbass mistake like run the. Run a stop sign, something like that. At some point. It ain't even a dumb mistake. Now, it's just not stopping completely at a stop sign. Right. It's the rolling but stop. But at the same time, so when they come up to the cars for whatever reason, they scared. But they scared. But that's man. on them, brother. We can't. We can't be apologetic for because when they look in the mirror, they see a but boy, and we look in the mirror, they, we see a man. They scared. That's why I said, look, man. At the end of the day, you're not a punk. No, nothing like you're not a punk. Nothing like that. Bring your ass home. You know the protocol. That's why, Eric, why you, you know the protocol. Like I said, if it was something else, you walking down the neighborhood, somebody, whatever, respect, like disrespect you, that's different. You're going you gonna to demand that respect. Just dealing with the police on, these are traffic stops. Like the ones I'm talking about, like the, the George Floyd, no, these are traffic stops. This is not the, this is not the Trayvon Martin. I get that's, what you're saying. That's, that's totally different. But I get what these you're saying, brother. Stops. But how long can we bring our ass home and they still continue to kill kill us? You're not going to kill my nephew because you're going to bring your ass home. But you check feel this what out. I'm saying? George, That's what I'm trying to preach. But like, they haven't showed bring, you. A, George Floyd was a traffic stop. They haven't showed you footage where he didn't right. comply. But do And you, he still got killed. But okay, like right now. So what? what do you what's know, the line in that? Do you feel like you know how to talk to the police? Yeah. He doesn't. Now, now I get that part. I get what you're saying on he that. He doesn't. So you about to he, he, you about to he be can driving come out of here and say he's about to be driving and, and keep going. I got that's that all part. I'm getting. So that's so what I, I see what you're coming what from with that. He don't know how to talk like, to him in that manner of. I'm using air quotes like yeah. protocol. I ain't saying yeah, you know, like yes, balls, no balls. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. I get you. He don't. He don't fully understand. Come home. He's deal with that. What happened, man? He'll slam into the car. We'll go. We'll go file a complaint. You know it's gonna fall on deaf ears, but like we said before, how many of us been harassed? You gonna get harassed. Yeah. You gonna get harassed. So it's a difference between you can't really expect respect from somebody who's scared of you. But that's the thing though. That's that's so messed up. When they say this is the land of the free, how is that free? Home of the brave. When you're expected to get harassed by the police whereas some white kid that grew up right down the street from you is not yeah that that's that's the problem that's the issue and why are you so afraid of us when you are the one that <laughs> kidnapped our people yeah our ancestors yeah brought them all the way over here to a whole nother continent basically stole this continent from the Native Americans, indigenous people, raped, looted, held people in bondage. Like that's that's demonic. That's that's barbarian to me. Yeah. But I'm the I'm the You the bad guy. The aggressor. Yeah. How does that work? So if you if you wanna if I can answer your question, you figured out racism. 
Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like right. you can't. Exactly. Like, you, you exactly. Just, that's the climate we in. So but we always been there. Let me say this, because I love what you said, and the the reality is, white folks that are afraid of black folks are afraid for a very specific reason. You know what that reason is? What's that? Deep down inside, they know. They know what they've done. And everybody knows at some point, you're going to be held accountable for your actions. And I'm not even talking about afterlife. You know, people love to bring God and Jesus into it. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to say for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Right? This is science. I'm afraid of you because I realize me and mine have done this for so long. Eventually, it's going to come back to me. That's why I'm afraid. I'm not afraid because you, you, you look different. I'm afraid because I know what we've done. Eventually, somebody going to get me. I got an answer to this. I got an answer. For, no, no, that's the thing. What they're saying inside. I got an answer for this yes. somewhere. I do. I'm going to be held accountable for my actions at some point. That's at some point. Try to like, they always try to justify it. Like, if they kill, well, look how many guns he on. Or he did that. They always, yes. try, to bring just, up they always yeah. try to justify it. But when it's deep down inside, like, for me, that's the simplest thing. Like, they scared. They scared because they know. Yeah. Like, if I really just, like, buck on the police, it's like at that moment, like I'm willing to die. Yep. Cause I'm I know what I'm doing. Yep. I know you a police. It's like we cool, but you did something that crossed the line. Yeah. To where I feel like I gotta do something. But at that point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You already crossing that line. You know what I'm saying? So it's you can't answer that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just. And and that's why I said what the conversation you and Henry were just having was so important. Because there is a level of respect that we should demand. But there's also the need to come home. Right. And we all understand. I know how to talk to and deal with police when I feel like the situation is kind of shady. I know how to come home. Right. Same time, I also know some other things that I will do every time. And that is I always make sure, hey, what's your badge number? I want to make sure that I let them know what a good job you're doing. I work it the same way somebody else would, but now I got your information. Right, now right. it's like, okay, hey, filing a complaint, this dude, this is what happened. They think That's it's all it. sweet, yeah. but the reality is I've got the upper hand, so I'm making you feel comfortable in your BS. Right. You've been shady this whole time. I done messed around and tricked you. You think, oh, I got another one. Yeah, ain't going to say that. No, you just got to play it. You just you got to play it. You got to play it small. That's it. You got to play it small because even me, that's why to get that's why to the get the come home is so important because mm-hmm. I'm coming home to my kids mm-hmm. it's all said and done. Yep. it's not just me. I don't want my daughters to be like, "Damn, dad, why you swing on?" Like yeah. you didn't have to swing at them. Yeah, they wouldn't have shot you had you not swung. And they may just you know, or they can believe they can say the other. But it, at the end of the day, I'm not I'm not home. Yeah, come home to no fight. No matter how they feel, yes. I'm not home. You can live to fight so another day. So it's like you. It's it's a responsibility because we just we in America. Yeah, that's the responsibility of a black man. Heavy love. Nobody said this shit like being. Yeah. What my boy Carlos Miller say: being black in America is like playing on all Madden. 
Yeah. All, we playing on all men. All day. Yeah. So it's, it's decisions. <laughs> and, and but don't we, think that we it's on just rookie. Going in, right. <laughs> don't think that it's just in America. I mean, even, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to this, but it's a story that I've been following. But in Brazil, um, the, the black Brazilians, um, because the, essentially they were brought by to, to Brazil from Africa. Yes. They are now being persecuted for their hair and they're being killed over their hair. So in Brazil, um, you either get a, when you go to the barbershop, if you're black, you get a zero or a two. A zero is like what our hair, what my hair looks like now. A two is like Henry's, maybe a little shorter. But anything other than that, you don't do that. If you do, the police harass you. And in some cases, they shoot you. They said there's been like 90 killings oh my just God. this year based, based on interactions because of hair. So don't think that it's just that it's just here in the United States because all of these places have had colonial rule. Colonial rule has been white folks. And the, the white supremacy is not just in America, it's in Brazil, it's in South Africa, it's it's where any anywhere that colonizers yeah, co- put their little dirty touched. feet. So what haven't they touched? That's just, that's just that's where I live. I can't like I understand what you're saying, I know it's not yeah so it's like what i was saying it's like i know it's not just in america but it's just where i live i get it i get it so but i don't just, want but you got to understand we talking to an audience here like i don't want them to feel that we just so talking about audience america. i'm telling you how i feel in america based on your situation i'm not saying ours is worse than any other situation in the world but just being in nashville tennessee in america that's where I'm coming when I was just, I, I only could adjust to where I'm at. Yeah. And at least the good thing about it is that the world is seeing what's going on here today. True. And <laughs> yes, I was going to say, we, we, we run out of time now. <laughs> so everybody, if you got something to say, you need to say it. Got y'all. No, I'm good. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it'll be a part two to this. Because we can't we can't break this down in one night, even though we mm-hmm. don't went over. Yeah, it's gonna be a. I mean, this is the a topic of discussion. Yeah, this is the yeah. topic of discussion from here until until then. Until it changes. Yeah. So I mean, you know, but I, I just really don't understand. Like at some point, every man in this room should be willing to die for the freedom of our children. Like it, it done crossed my mind several times that I might have to just start sitting my daughter down and explaining to her, like your daddy may never come home again one day. You'll be okay. Somebody will be there to take care of you. You have to live. You, you'll be all right. You'll be able to continue to live. But the reason why I'm not coming home is to make sure that you're treated fairly in this world that you're in. I mean, because we've been doing, we've been dealing with this for what four hundred years. What's changed? They just put a new stipulation in or a new law or a new, you know, backdoor little Joe on us, <laughs> as my boy to my right would call it, the way they get away with it. Like we were talking about the charges, right? So he got third degree mans third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. I just found out that from from my guy that second degree, they gonna they gonna run the charges together. Second degree manslaughter is two years. Go ahead, brother. Grab the mic. You can wrap it up on that. So that all goes back to control what you can control. 
if you can control, vote in those prosecutors, those judges, you know exactly when he going in that court. Oh, that's Judge Henderson right there. Like, yeah, like he gonna get his. He's solid. He gonna get his. Oh, that's that prosecutor right there. Yeah, that DA right there. Like, that's who I voted in. Like, they gonna get his ass. It starts with that. That's the most important vote for us. That president shit. That don't mean shit. And I don't even agree with that. No, I mean shit. I don't. I don't even agree with politics at the at the at the at the local level. They can be bought more easily than a president. That's what they want you to think, though. They can. But who's going to go up against the fraternal order of the police? You see it happening right now? Nobody. The biggest (laughs) gang in the world. This has been the biggest gang from from. For, uh, Ty, slave patrols. I'm about to say, tell him about the slave patrols. Slave patrols, man. This was, this was invented for, you know, this is the biggest gang ever. Right. And we're still, the, 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 the fucked up part is we're still fighting the same fight for 400 years. When can we get past this to fight the real trouble like cancer, really, AIDS, which, you know, they got really cures for, but if, I'm if, with you. Yeah. If when we, can we fight the most important things in life? If you're mad about these things, you must change these things. To change these things, you must become a part of these things. I know everybody, or I say everybody, I know a lot of people have a fuck the police type attitude. And I get that because there is trauma built behind that. However, if you want to change the system, you must become part of the system. Because if you can become part of it, then you are directly going to be able to change it. But look how many so-called good cops there is that's in Minneapolis right now that that said, you know, that protected the guy. But are they good cops? They say they're good because they haven't got in trouble. Yeah. How many of them are actually banging for for the people? That's that's what you don't well, this see. Is, this you don't see the ones who are banging for the people. You see the ones who say, "Well, I I do what I'm." What I'm to speaking on community. is the, the the ones that look like us. How can a guy that look like us just sit by and say, "Nah, fuck that." Because it, it's hard when you're the only one. And when you're the only one, then they, they think that you're, well, it's, he's, he's yelling racism because he's the only one. He's, he's yelling this, he's yelling that because we don't have this and that. It becomes a pattern and they think of you as the problem guy. They think of you as the bad guy. I've seen it firsthand. So we, we, we stand by silently, just making it through our day, making it through our shift. control what you can control yeah that's the whole point of it i'm not saying if you pick the right judge prosecutor da that all this gonna go away no i get it but in this land, but that starts so country, that was just we can't control nothing if you don't expect like if in I this land in this country we don't control nothing i'm not saying so we ain't gonna baby control nothing but i put my i put my two cents in yeah i rally i rally look this this the judge i want this the process yeah. i seen that shit firsthand like so, you get the wrong judge just on that fucking shit, man. It's so many. You weren't. It's not we weren't, but you had one death. But we we lose so many lives on a daily basis just through prison. Mm-hmm. That's I, that's. I'm, a, I'm hating to cut you off, but we good. we like we about done right Yeah, you Danny, good. is there something you want to say? I mean, that goes back to what I was saying earlier what average person is going to sit down and learn all of these laws, whether they be just laws or unjust laws. 
uh, who who's checking these state representatives, these councilmen. Like you said, we, we all show up at election day, but all right, once election day is over, if y'all can do whatever you want to do. Who's who's checking them on a day-to-day basis? An average American, we're on that hamster wheel. Who polices the police? Going for, going for capitalism, because that's what, that's what we've been taught since birth. Yeah. Grind, keep hustling, go get it. You got to provide for your family. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to make it home. Yeah. But we just witnessed a, a grown ass man have three other grown ass men lay on him, one on his neck and two other ones on his body. Like, like he, he wasn't moving. That's three grown ass men. You got at least weigh about, uh, uh, I'm gonna say 180. You you got to be 180 plus on one man who could not breathe. He's telling you he cannot breathe. And there's another one that's that's sitting there patrolling them and stopping them, stopping anybody else from from intervening. Yeah, you you got pistols. It, ain't nobody walking around with pistols on their hips. Yeah, and I and but but you gonna you gonna bring a, a, a fist to a gunfight? You gonna die? You you just said you got to make it home. And 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 I and again I hate to cut everybody off but we literally is, is we we over is we way way over yeah and and I mean this is a lot this is a conversation I mean I'm sure we'll we'll come back with another part to this um yeah. may, may I give my final yeah go ahead all right so here's my final thought everything y'all saying is very very true and 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 I love what Todd said because he said this in the past sometimes fighting back doesn't necessarily mean with fists. So in order for us to sustain and have a community that doesn't require the assistance of outside help, we need somebody who can be the peacemaker. We need somebody who can be the voice. We need somebody who can be the baker. We need somebody who can be the, we need people who can take on all of these roles within the community. And the only way we know if somebody can do these things, we've got to build these relationships. So we have got to do a better job as people of color of not waiting until something horrible happens to one of us to band together. Because as soon as everything starts to die down, those people that you saw in the streets, do you think they'll have relationships? Mm-mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there, the comes, there comes a point in time, and again, I said it earlier, I mean it. I love living here because I love seeing y'all. I've never lived, except for when I was young, in a neighborhood where I saw people that look like me, and I'm like, they doing pretty good. That, that continues to motivate me every day. So what I'm going to suggest, since, again, we can't end this episode like we've got all the resolutions, but what I would like to suggest, do a better job. I said this last episode, do a better job on your interactions with people that look like you. The last time I got into a confrontation with a man of color was in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It's about four of us. And I was so embarrassed after, I said, I will never get into a confrontation with a man of color again unless they're just just way over the line it's not happening i will find a way to talk that situation down because that's the respect that this person of color deserves because that's what i deserve so understand everybody is going to have to learn how to play a role you're going to have to figure out what you're good at what you can bring to the table and we're going to have to build our community from the inside out and stop depending on that outside help for somebody else to put us in a position to be successful. Cause that's not going to happen. We've seen that. We've talked about it 400 years that's plus. Community. 
your community can always put somebody in power. Yes. Yeah. And always put somebody in power. What they do in office, like what Killer Mike said in one interview, like his grandmama always knew the council. She knew exactly who to call. Something happened in the neighborhood, she called the council. Check such and such badge number. She put my nephew on the in the cuffs and stuff like that. They can't fight that. That's a win. Because your I, community, your I'm community cut can you. always do that. I'm going to cut you. I hate to cut you, but I I'm going to cut you. So, obviously, today we had a, this was, you know, it was a venting session. You had to, we had to get it out. There, there are a bunch of pent-up feelings, especially with what's going on this week. And this, it's not going to end no time soon. Um, but, uh, again, we just this is something we just had to talk it out. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we got somewhere. Now, we, again, we don't have any solutions to, to what's going on. But maybe this conversation helped you formulate some ideas to to take back to your community to do something different. So, but anyway, we ain't got nothing else to say, and we way over time today. So, um, we out. Peace.